One day to call my mama to remind her we ain't broke. I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go. the most must tier sports podcast in history welcome to first round ko i am your host ko aka howard j dingers in a new building in, in still in quarantine <laughs> still it sounds like you're in quarantine skype <laughs> i <laughs> it sounds like i'm locked up in an insane asylum from my end at least um yeah and i'm joined as always by hansel mcclain man i'd ask you how you're doing but i think you just told us I, you know what? We're on day 41. Is it really? Around, around 41, oh, yeah. Depends God. on when, when you think it starts. I started early. Um, so. uh, that's fair. Uh, yeah, so we're about, <laughs> we're about on the six-week mark. And I was doing great for the first four and a half weeks. I really was and built for this. But something about this last week has just it's just getting to me i don't know what it is it might have had something to do with what we're going to talk about today i i think i, think I have it, something that i know what the culprit is i know what it is I, and i think you're so think heartbroken it, that gronk left the wwe <laughs> that that you just can't get over yourself right now i was overjoyed that he left the WWE because, because he did so poorly on still, wrestlemania wait is he still 24 7 champ and he's he is still 24-7 champion, <laughs> meaning during training camp and during OTAs and during preseason and during the regular season, he has to defend that championship 24-7. I'm just waiting for R-Truth to dress up as the mascot. <laughs> They're going to have to – well, so is Gronk still technically under contract with them too? I don't know because I don't know the nature of his contract with WWE. So I, I couldn't tell you. Um I'm assuming if he is, they're just going to basically wave it. (laughs) I don't know. Because I don't think they want him back, do they? Uh, Not without fans, I don't think so. So, I mean, they might not not want him anyway, but I don't think they care too much that they don't have him right now. Yeah, I'd rather see like Shaq or someone like that, that we know he has a confirmed personality. But uh, how are you doing? You know, man, I'm actually I'm really blessed to be in the situation that I'm in. Um, I, I get to see my girlfriend six out of the seven days of the week, um, and I'm not going anywhere besides Walmart, and she's there with me. So I I'm not it's not bad seeing her. So I, she gets to be with me all the time because we go do all the same stuff. So um, but besides seeing her, I don't see anybody else. So I, I'm locking up, man. I uh, I love it. I am a creature of the indoors. I was built for this. Um, <laughs> I, I'm digging it, man. I, I really am digging it. So um, I'm doing great. Um, I'm actually trying to brainstorm ways to help other people that aren't doing as great because I am fortunate to be in the situation that I'm in. So um, That's awesome. Yeah, so I did the live Facebook performance a couple weeks ago. I'm probably going to do something similar to that coming up here again. So we'll, we'll see Hell what's yeah. coming. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Smiles um, on the faces. We got to stay, stay strong together, man. And that's what we're here to do. We're putting smiles on faces because we actually had sports 
we actually had some sports and we get to talk about some sports sports so, type stuff uh, sports type stuff you know it worked for me i was enjoying watching this it was fun you at least got to see highlights of stuff during every every pick and everything so yes today we are talking about the nfl draft and what happened through all seven rounds we're not going to go pick by pick my original idea was to just go first round all 32 picks and then just go team by team right we're still going to do that but we're going to go one team and then the first round and then the other 31 teams because i i need to talk about this i've had so many emotions over the past three days and i still don't know how to process them (laughs) i understand i totally understand so here's what I've been saying leading up to this draft. And if I would have had a mock draft, I didn't have a lot of time this year. I'm somehow busier than I am normally. If I would have had a mock draft, I would have had the Packers either staying at their spot and drafting a defensive player or trading up and getting a wide receiver or a defensive player in, in the first round with that, with their pick 30. They, but what ended up happening was the Packers traded up to 26 to draft Utah State quarterback Jordan Love. Now, I am a huge fan of Jordan Love. I actually quite like his talent. I actually quite like his uh, his ability. Uh, what am I? Looking? He he's got a very bright future. He's not ready yet. Like if he were to start today, he's not going to be great in the NFL. But under the circumstance. Sitting next, sitting under Aaron Rodgers for three, four years is going to be phenomenal for this dude. And he has a legit chance to be our next guy, which I can't believe if that were to happen. We have Favre than Rodgers than this dude. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Well, he so, does have a career 129 QBR, which yeah. sounds kind of <laughs> similar to the guy we have right now. You know, like yeah. the high QBR number guy. He's a pocket passer that knows how to get out of the pocket to avoid getting sacked. He didn't do so hot last year, mm-hmm. but he's like you said, not next year, not the year after, not even maybe the year after that. You know, mm-hmm. he might be here for a while and he knows it, but this might be the opportunity he won't get anywhere else. And he gets it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Having Aaron Rodgers, what? That's that's exactly. crazy. Look what look what Brett Favre did to Aaron Rodgers. Like you said, like Aaron Rodgers has become a Mount Rushmore quarterback with Brett Favre because of his mentoring protege along with his obvious extreme talent. So um, exactly. Yeah, no, he's in a great position. And, right obvi- now. and obviously uh, Goody and uh, LaFleur obviously like this dude to trade up, to try to get him. Now here's the, those are the positives. <laughs> I realized that he could potentially be our quarterback in the future. I like the guy. I see. And they obviously like him too. They traded up to get him, but, 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 but we traded, first of all, we traded up over Tennessee, Seattle, and Baltimore who were not going to take quarterbacks. Not that we we did not need to see like, that's the thing. Like maybe, maybe they know something that we don't. That's, that's what I'm hoping for here. Like there's something we don't know. Tennessee just re-upped Tannehill for three years. They could be doing the same card as us, though. You know, they could be pulling the same play. They need other positions. We do too. Which yeah, <laughs> I'm getting there. Um, obviously, Seattle and Baltimore don't need quarterbacks. Right? I'm just. It was ridiculous to me that we needed to trade up to get this guy. Second of all, we 
as much as I like this guy and as much as yes, he pro- he, he might be our quarterback of the future. It's kind of a shot, you know, shot in the dark right now. We don't know. We needed other positions. Most importantly, we needed speed on the defense because against San Francisco in the NFC championship game, we gave up 187 yards before contact. We needed speed on the defensive side, most importantly, linebackers. And we also needed a wide receiver. There were 36 wide receivers taken in this NFL draft. None of those were by the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, only after, right? Yes, we signed a few undrafted guys. I can't remember who. But there were so many options out there. I I just, I, again, it's hard for me because I don't hate Jordan Love. I'd like it. But we didn't need a quarterback, and I'm probably going to end up liking him. I, but it, it just – this is why I'm so torn on this because I, I like the pick, but we could have done a lot better to help our team immediately. That's what gets me is that this draft feels like the Packers – either A, they think we're not going to play this year because of the virus, or they're just giving up. <laughs> and they're just saying, okay, well, we have Aaron for a couple more years, but we don't really need to reload. We'll just start building towards the future. Like what? That that's what this draft felt like to me. Cause we got a, a prospect tight end in the third round in the second round. We got a running back, which we don't need a running back right now. Not whatsoever. Well, he's more of a power back, but if you see some of his highlights, so is holy Jamal, shit. Okay. But his, yeah, no. Oh my God. And again, God. I like AJ Dillon. I like AJ Dillon. He, They're he looks, good picks he for great. other teams, you know. They're great picks in 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 isolation. These are great picks. I really enjoy these picks. Also, the tight end. I don't even think he's the best tight end in the draft. Who who that drafts a six-two tight end in NFC Central? A six-two tight end in the end. third round. A six-two tight end. I'm sorry. I'm this sorry, dude. Listen, that's a Thaddeus, that's a tall running back. Thaddeus. Moss went undrafted, but yet we took this dude in the third round. I just don't understand that. And then after that, it it gets a lot better. Listen, Kamal Martin. I really like him. I watched a lot of him out of Minnesota. I think he's going to be good. We got a lot of offensive uh, linemen, which we are very good at developing late round offensive linemen. So I'm very confident about those and the defensive players. We've had a lot of defensive players step up out of the late round. It, it, it could happen. It's hard for me to judge those, those picks. It's the first two that piss me off, <laughs> so here, but here's also what, make me excited about the future. Here's what I'll tell you. If the Packers had an owner, the top three picks would not have been made the way they were made. If there was a one specific owner involved and I'm not coming up with this, agree with that. I, I, I'm, I'm not coming up with this idea on my own here. Okay. I, I've heard this from other places, from people that are much smarter than me about this stuff. But it makes sense because let's say Jerry Jones is our owner, right? He doesn't pick a quarterback if he's already got one that's going to play three more years because he's always like a win-now type of owner. That's how a lot of owners are. Like they want to win now. Mark Cuban in the NBA always wants to win now. So I'm assuming that if we got – like if we had an, a singular owner, this would have been controlled to we need wide receivers. We need a little bit more defensive help in the backfield. You know what I mean? So stuff like that. You know, that's actually a solid point because it, these picks, the, at least the first two, did feel like 
both Goody and LaFleur saying, hey, you know, we still got a pretty solid team. We're still going to compete. Why don't me and you start uh, building towards our future? That's kind of what these felt like. So uh, it, 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 there might be a little truth to that. Which, if Aaron Rodgers had a second ring, I would feel much better about. But the fact exactly. that he only has got the one ring kind of pushes my buttons a little bit. We went 13-3. and three. We lost in the NFC Championship game last year. It just feels like we should have reloaded with a team that wasn't that probably shouldn't have been there. And here's the thing. I, I started to warm up so much to Jordan love. Like you can tell just by the way I was talking at the beginning of this, I really like Jordan love and I'm really warming up to the pick, but I would have been so much happier if in the second round, we would have drafted a wide receiver. Well, were there because any LSU guys still available? LSU, yeah, the like the the three or four LSU wide receivers that that were available, like all four of those guys were nuts at the time. I think so. Well, here here's the thing, Lavishka Chenault, who was one of the guys I was really targeting, he got taken by the Jaguars early second round, so he was one of the guys I was looking at late first round. If we wouldn't have traded up to get Jordan Love, we could have potentially still got Jordan Love at thirty, and then used that fourth round pick that we traded to trade up in the second round to get a receiver. And then even later in the draft, I think it was like the fifth or sixth round, Quintez Cephas out of Wisconsin, he got taken too. Like there were so many opportunities for us to pick receivers that we just never did. Not even late in the draft. I, I don't I'm know. Sure we picked I don't up, know if Quintez pre- Cephas would have been a good idea for us. I know. I, I know he didn't technically get in trouble for anything. And I, I know he's genuinely, good, but I genuinely love the talent of Quintez Cephas. I think he's going to be a star. We'll see. We'll see. He he did show out this year at Wisconsin. He looked really mm-hmm. good, and he does have a good skill set. His hands are fantastic. He just has to keep his nerves calm because as soon as he runs through the middle of the field and gets nervous, he drops that ball almost every time. So that was like the Illinois game was a big one where that happened. So, so to wrap up Green Bay, I listen, Jordan Love's going to be our backup for five years at least, and we'll probably re-up him, and he'll five? probably be our quarterback when Aaron – yeah, it's a, a first-year No, Rodgers has four years left on his contract. Rodgers is going to be gone in three years. He's retiring. Nah, he's got four years. Uh, I don't know, man. Jordan Love will be here for five, the, all five years. I mean, the four years in the player op, or the team option, I think, on the end of his first round, whatever contract that he gets. He'll be here for five years. So he'll probably be our quarterback in the future. That's fine. A.J. Dillon, I don't know what we're going to do with him. It's still going to be primarily Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams this year. I don't know about this tight end because I still think Sternberger can step up. Kamal Martin may be able to step up in the middle there. He may be able to be a game changer alongside Christian Kirksey, who we signed already. They, they're going to have to replace Blake Martinez in the middle, but they might be able to do it. That one's going to be a tough hole to fill. And exactly. And that's why, again, we, I feel like we should have drafted higher on those positions. Cause that wasn't until the fifth round that we did that. Yeah. I'm just like, I like these picks in isolation, but for green Bay this year, after what just happened, they should have been different. Yeah, most definitely. And, um, yeah, I just feel like you said, good picks, not the right team, you know, almost any other team would have been like, hell yeah. Even the Bears right now would probably be okay to have Justin Love on their team, or Jordan Love, excuse me, Justin Love, Jordan Love on their team and be like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Like, I think that would make more sense for them. So, even with their old, yeah. like, 
whatever's All going right. on down there. Let's go through this first round. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Joe Burrow is the first pick to the Bengals. No surprise there. Nope. Love the pick. I think he's going to be the best quarterback out of this draft. I think he's going to be the Bengals franchise quarterback for a long time. No, most definitely. Um, yeah. He's Isn't he from Ohio? Um, yeah. He yeah. went to Ohio State. I believe he's maybe not Akron, but he's, he's definitely Ohio. Um, oh, he um, – he was talking about it during the draft. I can't remember, but the area from where he's from is really poor too. That's that was his whole thing with his uh, Heisman speech. Oh, that's right. It was a very impoverished. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah. just remember the last guy to get drafted number one overall into a team from their home state. Remember who that was? LeBron, LeBron James. James. <laughs> that's crazy, isn't it? I listen, I like this fit and I honestly, I don't hate it as much as people like the Bengals are not as cursed as people think they are. They've been in the playoffs quite a few times, um, but they've, they've had less than impressive rosters, but you add in a guy like Joe Burrow who to, you know, AJ green and they, they have all these other weapons. They have, um, I'm blanking on their running back right now. Mixon, Joe Mixon, who's a fantastic back in my opinion. Um, I, I think there's potential here to build around Burrow and really build a good team. Well, they, yeah, A.J. Green, if he can stay healthy, which I think he can, I think he just got hit with some hiccups at I the beginning of his career. Kind of like I keep bringing up NBA references, but that's where I come from. Like Joel Embiid was out for like three seasons before he could finally play. I mm-hmm. think that's kind of what's happening mm-hmm. with A.J. Green here. And they're just – play it safe, man. Young dude, great upside. You know, if he can stay healthy, he could be a top five receiver in the league easy. So as long as he can stay healthy with the guy throwing him the ball, that's throwing him the ball for the rest of his career, presumably. Yeah. He's going to do great. Yeah. Good fit. Uh, Chase Young, at num- Chase Young at number two to the Redskins. That's the obvious one. I yeah. mean, even if, even if that's any other team at two, you have to take Chase Young almost like, <laughs> I, th- I think that's well, and, how and many honestly, positions does he play? a couple other. Is, is I mean, he, he only plays the one. Does he only edge rush? Which, um, I would assume I, I, he may have lined up in the middle a few times. Okay, he's mainly main or Ed Josh. Okay, so I don't know. I there, there's not much to say about this. I think he might be overall the best player in this draft. Um, and and he'll he'll make an immediate impact, honestly, on that on that Redskins line, which was already pretty solid. Oh wait, I think this is the guy I was talking about. Our next pick. Jeff Okuda. Yeah, he's the one that plays like four positions. <laughs> you can line him up anywhere. Is he? Yeah, he uh um yeah, the Lions picked him to be like a, a defensive wizard because he can play like or like um not not a wizard. Um more like like uh baseball tool tool he'll player. Be Char- he'll be Charles Woodson. Yeah, so he'll be able to line he'll up be Charles Woodson. Yeah, he can be a free safety, he can line up, you know, he can maybe even line up with the linebackers. So like there's a lot of places where he can be um, good look for the lions, especially considering the division that they're in and the bears are getting a boost on the offensive end as well. And uh, th- they're going to need to be able to stop those teams like Minnesota, green Bay and the bears are going to all have explosive offenses this year coming year. Hopefully if it happens. So I think <laughs> that's a smart move. I think, yeah, it's the best move for them. They, they traded Darius Slade to the Eagles. They needed to replace him. I think this is the guy to do it. This guy has 
I've been, I've been saying it all year. He was one of two guys at Ohio state that was going to be playing on Sundays. And I think he was the best corner in the league. So I think this was the, the only pick that the Lions could have made right there. Also think about it this way. I'm going to bring up the other teams in the division again. All of those are mostly like throwing teams too. Yeah. So to get another guy into a backfield, that's got great hands. Great pickup. Yeah. That's why um, they didn't take this guy. <laughs> Andrew Thomas from Georgia going to the Giants uh, offensive tackle. This was an odd pick for me um, only because I, I felt like there was better offensive tackles out there, but I feel like the margins were so slim that um, the Giants probably just felt like this guy was the best fit. And maybe, and maybe this might have come down to one of those like interviews too. The margins are really that small. Absolutely. So this might be just like a personality fit too. So he's also six five three fifteen. <laughs> Dude, I'd he's let that guy guard my family. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got to guard Saquon Barkley and oh god, look now I'm I'm blanking on NFL names now. Well, I wonder where they're gonna line him up. Who's their quarterback? <laughs> Daniel Jones. Yeah, Daniel Jones, okay. the young guy. Jesus. Daniel, well, yeah, Daniel Jones guy. is a righty. I don't know how strong this guy is or how strong their, their offensive line currently is. Um, it, it needed improvement. This was, it, if, if not this guy, this was the position to draft. Okay. Well, yeah, no, and For sure. th- that's, that's a team that's going to need some help, and they're growing, and they're definitely still rebuilding um, post-Eli. Or whatever they're doing right now. Is Eli still there? Or did he officially retire? He, I believe he officially retired. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Th- they got to do that to get, the, get all that together, start their new post Eli Manning era. Absolutely. Um, number five to a Tagavaloa. This one was interesting for me because really? the, of the fact, well, like I understand, well, it was interesting, but I knew it was going to happen. I was questioning the medical side. Definitely not the talent side because if he's healthy, I would put Tua over Joe Burrow. Um, That's it's a strong opinion. It's a strong opinion. Tua plays a bit of a different game. You're not the only one that I've heard have that opinion. I whenever I watch Tua, for whatever reason, I don't see the talent to the level that everyone else sees. When I when I when I watch him, he doesn't quite have the NFL arm. He's got he's a smart kid. He's athletic. He, he's definitely got that stuff going for him, but he's only six foot. I, he's, I, I just don't see the precision and the accuracy that everyone's talking about with this guy, because a lot of the throws that I see, we have to also remember he's playing for Alabama. He's playing for pro- probably the best line. He's got all of the best players around him. He had two first round wide receivers catching balls for him. They used to rock, paper, scissors to see who would get the touchdown route. I mean, this guy had weapons around him. Now he's going to a place like Miami, who, yes, they have Devontae Parker, Mike Giusecki, all those kind of guys. I just don't I just don't know if it's going to translate. I really don't. And especially with the medical issues, it's not just the hip and if he's going to be able to play this year because even if I, I, the Dolphins should just sit him for a full year anyway, let him fully recover, let him learn behind Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then jump in. There's no rush to, for this guy. But – I just, I still don't, it's not just that injury. He's got like five injuries in two years of playing. I, I don't know. I I'm not sold on Tua and I've, I've, I've been on record saying that I think he's going to be a bust, but I mean, we're good. We'll have to see. I, it's going to be a while till we even know. Yeah. And 
bust, I don't. If anything, he'll be like Cam Newton. <laughs> I, I I think That's honestly, fair. if if he stays healthy, asterisks. If he stays healthy, Cam Newton is his floor. I think Cam Newton didn't stay healthy. I I like. I know, I know. I'm talking like time around like the NFL, so like he'll get like six good seasons in. At his floor, that hip injury. I don't care what that doctor says. That's a car crash. I know he's young. I get it. Still, that is an awful injury to have to recover from. I don't think you're ever 100 percent from that. I don't care what he says. That that scares me from any from any sports fans point of view that's why i think he should sit for that year i mean might as well right i mean do they have another quarterback down there still they have ryan fitzpatrick yeah yeah let let, let the beard man do some work for a year exactly um another quarterback taken uh justin herbert out of oregon going number six to the los angeles chargers i love this pick he's gonna be way better than competing I think I I agree. I think he's the better quarterback out of two, uh, him and Tua. Um, I think he's the second best quarterback in this draft. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be competing with Tyrod Taylor right away to be starting Week One. Honestly, that would be very interesting to see. I am I am down to watch that battle, um, and he's going to be able to hopefully start to get to get some work in soon as some of the fa- the facilities are getting open too. So even mm-hmm. if they don't start play right away, that's a big advantage for him to try to get caught up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just look at his work from Oregon and he, he had weapons around him, but he's still going to have weapons. He's going to have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams um, and Hunter Henry and uh, Austin Eckler out of the background or out of the backfield. He's I mean, strong, he's already man. got, yeah, he, he's, he's already consistent. just got weapons on weapons. Yeah. And he's a six six two thirty six. He's a he's a dude. Like he's a big guy. I I, I think he's gonna be. He, I think I think the Chargers found their quarterback after Philip Rivers. Yeah, and it'd be a very interesting look for him because he is a pocket quarterback. He chills in the pocket. He's got mm-hmm. legs, but he is an old school quarterback. So it'll be really interesting to see what he does long term with his career. Let's hope let's hope he can stay healthy. If he can be on a team that keeps consistently strong offensive linemen. That seems to help mm-hmm. extend careers, Tom Brady. So we'll see what happens here. Didn't they sign Brian Blaga too? I think they did actually. I think they did. Yeah. Um, so that that's a great pickup. Then. Yeah. Be- and especially with his experience gonna... with another previously somewhat pocket quarterback, not that that likes to run out sometimes with True. Aaron Rodgers. So. Well, and I mean, to that point too, being a pocket quarterback, you. You look to your options more. You look for those dump offs, and Austin Eckler is the ultimate dump off guy. Like he, he was one. I think he led running backs in receiving yards last year. Um, he, he he's a beast out of the backfield catching the ball. So I think that's going to be perfect for Herbert too. I think it's a really good fit for both both sides. Yeah, definitely. Um, Derek Brown, Auburn. We saw a pattern for the Panthers taking all seven picks going defensive players. Um, which I honestly, you look at that offense, where would you need to draft? <laughs> yeah, no, I great pickups for them too. I, they know exactly what they're doing, obviously. So yeah, yeah, no great stuff. I mean, Derek Brown's going to be chasing down Brady breeze and Matt Ryan. I, I, I love that pick. Um, you got to re up that defense after you lose 
you know, your franchise guy in Luke Keekley, and I think this is a good spot to go in the middle there. Yeah, and if you get just a whole host of these young guys going after these, like, nursing home quarterbacks, yeah, it's going to be great. <coughs> Excuse me, wrong pipe. Um, this was low-key one of my favorite picks of the first round here. Number eight, <coughs> the Cardinals take Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. This guy, you talk about positionless players on defense. This guy can legitimately play free safety, strong safety. Then it corner, was this guy. This, it was this guy because they had yes. the graphic on him on the on the on the draft. Yeah, it's it, dude. I watched this guy at Clemson all season. He is a freak athlete. He has amazing ball skills. He knows the game. He he reads offenses like he's part of the offense, but it's ridiculous this guy's knowledge and this guy's skill i think they found their new honey badger here for the cardinals and adding like that offense is already stacked now with deandre hopkins there and kenyon drake yeah. coming back in kyler murray's probably going to be potential or mvp this year stack oh boy he, hey no 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 not against it. i'm just thinking that'd be crazy for the cardinals to be that good again I'm just – they have potential now. With with this pick, they they start to and bolster not that this defense year, a little next bit year, more. You know? If not this exactly. year, next year. They've got this team for a while. It's a young team. Exactly. So, I love that. I, I really, really love that pick for the Cardinals. Yeah. Speaking of loving picks, uh, the Jaguars this year lost two cornerbacks. So, they replaced him with second-best cornerback in the draft. Best one available at the time, C.J. Henderson out of Florida. Love it. Yeah, if you have the hole you got to fill, you should fill it, right, Green Bay? So, um, yeah, no. It, you, One of you, my teams did good. Why don't you just make the obvious moves? That's an obvious move. Make it, yeah. you know? It's an obvious move. Great move. Yeah. Good job, Jacksonville. Who Who's going to be their starting I, yeah, quarterback? I, starting quarterback? Yeah, week one. Gardner Minshew. Okay. Good stuff. Who else would be their starting quarterback? I, I didn't know if they're going to try to pick someone else up or not. Nah, Gardner Minshew. Good stuff. He's the future. <laughs> you hope he's. Um, I, I hope Jennifer. he doesn't bust. I hope he doesn't bust. I don't think he will. I don't he think he genuinely, will. Genuinely, genuinely, like taking out my Jacksonville fandom and my love of Gardner Minshew as the person, he genuinely impressed me on the field last year. Yeah, I think he has a lot of talent that can um, that's going to carry him for a few years here. Yeah, he, he definitely could be doing it. Um, the Browns went offensive lineman Jedrick Willis Jr. out of Alabama. Yeah, that was their weakness last year. <laughs> was yeah. the offensive line. So Yeah, and once again, again that's another young team too. So um we'll, we'll see what mm -hmm. they look like in a couple of years. But yeah. And they they also have some other issues they have to address. Um so <laughs> regarding you, that offense yeah. as well. So. Exactly. Um, the Jets, this was one of the first surprises. Uh, the Jets only went offensive line here with the pit with the 11th pick. Um, after losing Robbie Anderson, I was sure that they were going to go wide receiver early because there was this, uh, like we've talked about, this is a deep wide receiver class. So they did get someone later, but they could have got their potential franchise receiver here with this pick and they passed to get an offensive lineman Which, don't get me wrong one of the better offensive linemen here but uh it was a strange pick in my mind yeah and it's not a flashy pick and i think that's why it might register different for most people 
But from a team and general manager and coach perspective, this is a good pick just to protect someone. Like, it, you're protecting a, a quarterback. You're protecting at least a team that needs help, right? Th- they haven't done too much in the last couple of years. They're a rebuilding franchise. Start with your base level. I mean, linemen are some of the most important players on your offense. People forget mm-hmm. about that all the time. They're always like, oh, you got to go get your wide receiver. There's 30 wide receivers in this draft class that could do something for your team. But you also have to remember you have to protect the guy that gets the ball to those guys. So I think you have to take a couple mm-hmm. steps back and realize what this pick actually means for the Jets. So I think it's a smart move. Uh, number tw- uh, With the 12th pick, uh, Raiders went Henry Ruggs third out of Alabama wide receiver. This one, again, I don't think Ruggs – I think Ruggs was the third best receiver at best in this draft. I don't know why he was the first one taken. Um, it sounds like the Raiders liked his speed. They were comparing him to Tyreek Hill. I hope it wasn't just this guy might be Tyreek Hill, so let's take him because I, I genuinely think Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb are going to be better than him. I think they're going to regret this pick. I Don't get me wrong. I think Ruggs is going to be good. I just think Judy and Lamb are better receivers. I think this is one of those – you talk about the tackles where there's a margins thing, but I think it's a little bit different with the wide receivers because of the different skill sets. you got some taller receivers, got some faster receivers. Um, so this might be a fit for them. They might be trying to go for that speed now in Vegas. So we'll – We'll see what they try to let's see what they're trying to build with their offense. I think that might be this might be kind of guiding us in that path. At least their thought process. Um, uh, yeah. Buccaneers went to protect their 42 year old quarterback with Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa. Offensive tackle. Iowa's a great that's an offensive lineman powerhouse. Like, I don't yeah. know what they feed those guys, but that's a good move. It's Iowa and Wisconsin that just have the biggest. The biggest dudes in in college football. Something about them dining halls, man. (laughs) Yeah, I I I don't hate that pick. I I think it's yeah. They're giving them like like cow steroids. Like I've been talking about ever since Brady made this move to Tampa, their offensive line last year was rated twenty second. Like they obviously needed to make some improvements here for Brady. So I think that's a great pick. Yeah, yeah, and uh, protection, protection, protection. So. I mean, you, like I said, nursing home quarterbacks, and this is one of them. So exactly, you got to protect uh, the old guy. At fourteen, the the Forty Niners went uh, defensive tackle Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina, which proved to be a very good pick because they ended up trading DeForest Buckner to someone, and now I'm forgetting, but it was for a second round pick, I believe. So basically, traded Buckner, and I think I want to say. Now I'm forgetting who it was, but they traded Buckner and they got, they basically replaced him right away. So solid pick. Yeah. And it's a spot fill. Maybe that's something they had in the cards the whole night. Yeah, it definitely could have been. I got to, I'm looking up the trade now. Cause now I, I think I want to say Eagles. Uh, come on. Colts. Oh. That's what it was. Colts. Which, good on the Colts. I think that's a great pickup for them. Yeah. Uh, So then we saw Jerry Judy uh, out of Alabama going to the Broncos. Broncos look scary, man. The Broncos, I mean, we can jump to it too because they they ended up picking up another receiver um, 
later, I think is second or third round, but now they have drew Locke, Jerry, Judy, Cortland Sutton, they have Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay at tight end. They have uh, Noah Fant. Uh, like they, who's the other receiver they got? Uh, KJ Hamler out of Penn state, who was just a burner. I believe he set the all purpose yard yardage record at Penn state beating Saquon Barkley. Whoa. Um, yeah. How's so their defensive they, they situation? Have these two dudes, their defense is still solid. They still have Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. They still have decent corners. They have a couple of young safeties. I think they're still pretty solid. So are they a lock? I think, the, do you think they're a lock for the Super Bowl? No. Drew, they're a Drew lock. Um, they're a Drew lock. Oh, my God. <laughs> quarantine dead jokes. <laughs> oh, I make those jokes out of quarantine, too. Um, um, <laughs> I, but they talked about this during the draft, too, that the, these teams in the AFC West now, instead of trying to bolster the defense and try to slow down Kansas City, they're just saying, well, screw it. We'll just try to keep up with them. <laughs> and you know what? It looks like Denver could potentially do that. Most definitely. I don't see why they couldn't. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to watching that offense because I really like Drew Locke. So that's going to be fun to watch next year. Uh, the Falcons at pick 16 went Clemson cornerback A.J. Terrell. Solid pickup. Solid, solid fill. Yeah, and I feel like you can never really go wrong with with uh, defensive pickups, especially if you see some sort of potential in the guy. Those are normally really coachable, moldable players. Yeah, it's always like it's always that first round when you see a strong defensive player just kind of fall to you, even if you don't necessarily need that position. You gotta take them. It's still pretty. It's still pretty smart to take best available in that scenario. Yeah. No. no um, yeah. Yeah. So. That division, man, is going to be crazy. I can't wait to talk about that. It's going to be really weird. It's going to be really. It's going to be so weird. It's like we're in this like weird cross generation. Once again, I got to bring up basketball, but it's a good comparison. It's like when Michael Jordan was at the end of his career, and we got this like this current generation coming in. I guess now they're the old guys, and our new guys are coming in now too. So. Yeah, the generation swaps in sports right now are just insane. But these teams are literally made like they've got old quarterbacks and young receivers. So like the whole combination is awesome. It's yeah, it really is. It's like I'm dads playing, playing uh, catch with their kids. Father son <laughs> football. Oh man. Uh, with pick 17, the Dallas Cowboys take wide receiver CB. Holy Lamb. boom. This guy's going to be nuts. I think he's the best receiver in this class. I really do. Um, I, he's going to be, God, he's going to be wasted. <laughs> he's going to be wasted in Dallas with Dascott, Dak Prescott throwing in the football. Look, Dak is a solid mid tier quarterback, but now he's got a, they have a coach who does not maximize offensive players whatsoever, even though he's an offensive minded coach and a mid tier quarterback who you're going to have to share the ball between, you know, uh, uh, Cooper, Gallup and now CD lamb. Plus you have to give the ball to Zeke. I mean, there's, there's a lot of options. There's weapons for sure. Whether or not this team can execute, I still have yet to see because they can be good. They can be really good, but they have yet to figure it all out. So I, I think this is a great pick. I think 
yeah, I, looking at who came after him, it's hard to say that they might have wanted someone else, maybe a linebacker or something. But not in I, that when C.D. Lamb falls, when C.D. Lamb falls in your lap at seventeen, you have to take. Oh him. yeah, definitely. Um, I was hoping for a hot second he was going to fall a little farther, but there there are too many wide receivers Dude. for that to happen. Um, the fact the fact that imagine? he fell to seventeen is still yeah. Wouldn't the Packers? Wouldn't you think the Packers would want to trade up to seventeen to get that pick? You would think, right? Did, did you would think nobody bring that I, up at the table? Well, I mean, you, the, the Cowboys even talked about it in none of their mock drafts had CD Lamb falling to seventeen. Like none of them. Yeah. So they were literally like, "Oh shit, this dude's still here. Let's take him." Well, yeah. Yeah, so, but while, while we're on the topic of the Cowboys really quick, and you talk about Dak Prescott not getting utilized in the Mike McCarthy offense, it's because Mike McCarthy doesn't know how to coach football centered around, like modern football centered around the quarterback and the yeah. running back. Because that, like, Aaron Rodgers, the talent that he is, made that game, made the Packers all about him, like the way that offense was run. And that's why they were so successful. Mike McCarthy did not do really any of that. He made the plays. Aaron Rodgers was the one that got yeah. out of the pocket and altered those plays in the huddle even, if not calling some of them, you know? Dak Prescott isn't Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. D- Dak Prescott's not going to be able to handle this. I No, I, was I really don't think so. shocked with this hiring. Shocked. There are Me so too. many college coaches – that would have been a better choice than Mike McCarthy for this position, especially, especially with the youth on the roster. I legitimately laughed out loud. <laughs> yeah, I was like, cool, bet, one less team to have to deal with. That was my thought process. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, at 18, the Dolphins take Austin Jackson, offensive tackle out of USC. Good, good shout. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Not too much cool. to say there, so. but protect your future. Yeah, protect I mean, that's, Tua. that's a future lineman for your future quarterback. And when they develop together, um, that develops like that chemistry stuff too. So, mm-hmm. At 19, the Raiders take uh, Ohio State cornerback Damon Arnett. Again, good pick. Can't say anything about it. Yep. When, you, when a guy like that's available, you got to take him, especially when you're in the Raiders' position. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacksonville at 20, trying to rebuild Saxonville, taking Clavon, <laughs> shit. Yeah, that name. Chaseon? Sure. Outf- outside linebacker from LSU. He's a, he's a beast. I watched a lot of LSU games. I'm literally wearing my championship hat right now. Um, yeah, he's a ball hawk, and I think he's he's going to be a tackle machine in the middle. Or, uh, the, he can play either, either spot, but I, I think he's he's a really good pick for Jacksonville. They bolstered their defense in this first round. Yeah, and I think defense is something that they feel somewhat comfortable offensively at this point, I'd imagine, right? Somewhat comfortable. Hmm. After the second round pick, they do. Yeah, exactly. So I think this is a good move, especially if they were trying to get something like they did get in the second round. <laughs> I do have to say, if they wanted a linebacker, there was a better option out there, <laughs> which we'll get to in a couple picks here. But I still don't hate this. No, I think no, it's solid. No, no, he was available and he was that good. You have to take him. Um, the Eagles take Jalen Rieger out of TCU. 
solid. He's going to be a great weapon for them. He's a really, he's a burner. He's a playmaker. You get the ball to him in open field. He's going to make some moves. So good pick. I, I argue that Justin Jefferson's a better receiver than he is behind uh, who, who got taken by the Vikings in the next pick. So, but again, I but think that's it, just preference. Is from the his Eagles. speed is, is Rager's speed better? Because that might be the option that they're yes. going to, they might want his speed over maybe hands considering the, the two headed monster wildcat offense they might be running out there. So true. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, yeah. maybe Rager that was, faster, maybe, so yeah. yeah, maybe that was the idea. Maybe <laughs> I am not maybe. a football genius. This is literally just my brain <laughs> thinking. Um, like I mentioned, the Vikings taking Justin Jefferson to replace Stephon Diggs. Love that pick for them. Hate it for us, but like it for them. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Murray uh, out of Oklahoma, considered one of the better linebackers in the draft. Uh, I was I was getting real hopeful at this point <laughs> that he was going to somehow fall to us because, good God, he would have been the go-to pick. I think we should have traded up at some point, um, but really good pick for LA really good pick for the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, defense. I never feel bad about defensive picks. I feel like you never have to defend yourself. You know what I mean? Like you just—it's hard to. It's yeah. really hard to like, unless the guy was really bad and you took him really early. Kind of hard to be like, hey, I, I, I get it. And, you know, unless your team is yeah. completely insane. I, there's no reason right. to not pick up some defensive guys if they're available and they're that good. Exactly. Especially when you potentially drafted your franchise quarterback earlier in the week and you or earlier in the draft and you already have a set offense. Yeah, no, I, yeah, there's exactly a hundred percent. The saints got a center out of Michigan to uh, protect the quarterback. Solid choice. Yeah. And um, you're going to have to, he's old. Exactly. San Francisco going wide receiver, trying to replace Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Brandon Ayuk. I, I haven't Arizona seen anything State. in this kid. Is he any good? I, From what I've seen, very solid. Uh, a little surprised that he was a first-round pick. I think there were a couple guys above him. Um, but, you know, again, this is San Francisco who was just in the Super Bowl. They have some – they have some room to take shots and maybe take risks on guys that they prefer rather than taking guys who may be better right out the bat. They, they, they're able to look at guys and say, okay, this guy is going to be a better fit. So we're going to take him, even though he may not be projected to be as good, you know, that type of thing. So, yeah. Um, they, and they're one of those few teams that don't be, that aren't like, well, I guess we're just going to take a defensive guy because they're good. Like they're mostly good, you know, <laughs> like for the most part. Yeah. Right. So th they're really, exactly. there's very few pieces missing from that puzzle. Really, if any at all at this point, especially yeah. now after the draft. So um, good on San Francisco. I hope your quarterback can do something for you. I still don't think he ever will be able to. So <laughs> yeah, uh, so I voiced my opinion. We're now on him at pick 26. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, right. this thing. Uh, yeah. So, so, okay. I, I, we touched on this at the beginning of the show. Pick 26 is where green Bay traded up to get Jordan love. Now going back to this, just because there are a few things I did forget. Now that I'm actually looking at this, when I saw that we were trading up, I was ecstatic 
because Patrick Queen, inside linebacker out of LSU, was still on the board. And I still, again, I like Jordan Love, and I'm going to like him. This is not against him at all. I think Patrick Queen would have been a better pick than Jordan Love. Okay, so I, I really was going to bring this up before, but it was too late because we already moved on. But now that we're back to it, I'm going to bring it up now. What if, what if, the reason why the Packers traded up and got him was because they wanted to make sure, one, they were going to get him, but two, they obviously interviewed him at some point. He's their first-round draft pick. It's not like he just picked him out of nowhere. Right. He's got to know about sitting for three or four years. Oh, of course. He had to have been like, I'm in. Like, I don't think you draft a quarterback in the first okay. round without him being, I'm in. And with him saying that, I'm good with this pick. I want to hear him say it, though. You know what I mean? Okay. Hypothetically, I'm interviewing you. I'm I'm Goody, right? And I say, Jordan, we're thinking about drafting you in the first round. Uh, you're going to have to sit for at least three years behind Aaron Rodgers. What are you going to say to that? <laughs> um. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I'll tell you. He's 21, right? Yeah. Uh, we we've seen he's quarterbacks. Be, he's still gonna be. He's still gonna be young when he plays. Yeah, we've uh we've seen quarterbacks go obviously into their 40s, um, so or at least have the, the ability to if they so choose, you know. Um, mm-hmm. so the careers of quarterbacks are being extended, especially with the rule changes and the size of offensive linemen changing. They're evolving. Um, as time goes on, they just keep on getting bigger and stronger for some reason. Um, so I, I really think that if he understands the idea of what modern football is, he can sit three, four years, really build up strength, a knowledge of the playbook. Lafleur is not going to be anywhere in four years from now. He's still going to be in Green Bay. So I, I think this is him buying into the system. Um, he's had a lot of loss in his life, too. His father committed suicide. So he's been through like a lot of shit. Um, he, I mean, he was told he could never play quarterback again as a freshman in high school, and then he was a starter by his senior year, you know. And then we saw what he did when he was in college, and he just he kicked ass at Utah State. Um, I think he, he's an Aaron Rodgers protege for sure, as long as Aaron Rodgers is okay with it and he is bought, bought into the system. That's my piece. So as long as he's bought in, I am 100% okay with this pick. Yeah. My, my only point before was any player is going to say that they're okay with that. They're just trying to get drafted. Whether he is actually okay with that or not, we'll have to see. I would imagine he is from the sounds of it. His reaction when he got drafted was a little odd. <laughs> um, it was interesting. But... I didn't think he was expecting it. I think no. he was expecting to get yeah. taken later. I thought he thought they were trading to get someone else, possibly one of those linebackers. Exactly. So I, yeah, I, again, I don't hate the guy. I think he's going to be great. I think I'm going to love him. No pun intended, but (laughs) there's going to be a whole lot of love. I really would have, I really would have liked Patrick Queen there. Um, But anyway, let's uh, Seattle taking an outside linebacker, Jordan Brooks. I, of course, defense. Seattle taking defense. defense. Yep. Um, same with the Ravens. Why mess with that offense? 
you don't need to. So unless it's like a lineman or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're good, dude. Yeah. Exactly. I think the, the, in, again, Patrick Queen, one of the top middle linebackers in this draft, uh, he's going to be a game changer for Baltimore. He's really going to help them. Yeah. Um, try to get revenge on that. Um, Tennessee going offensive tackle makes a lot of sense. Yep. Could have got Jordan Love at 30, <laughs> but instead, uh, 30 goes to the Dolphins, and it's a name that I'm not even going to try to pronounce a cornerback out of Auburn. All right, I'm going to try it. Noah. Igbenogini. Igbenogini. Something like that. That's closer than I would have been. Um, This one surprised me because the Dolphins gave a shit ton of money to Xavier Howard and Byron Jones at corner. So this pick surprised me a little bit. But, I mean, if he was their best player that they had available, then it's hard to argue. Maybe he can play another position. That, that's maybe. that's always yeah. my thing with and defensive I mean, players is maybe they can play another position too. And he could be slot too. You know, you need three corners at this yeah, yeah. So, um, the Vikings taking cornerback uh, Jeff Gladney, 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 Gladney out yeah. of TCU. Uh, yeah, needed to replace a few guys, so solid pick for that. And low key, one of my other favorite picks of this draft of yeah. the first round. Clyde Edwards Alaire. I'm surprised you went this Kansas low on City. Uh, I'm not because it looked like running backs weren't valued as high in this draft. Uh they went yeah. to, obviously he's he, he's the first running back gone. He's not the best running back in this draft, but he's the best running back fit for this team. Y- yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Coming off of that LSU I mean, I, team. I genuinely talk about going from a I'm winner to a winner. <laughs> For real, I I'm genuinely considering him making him uh, my top pick in my keeper league in our rookie draft. I, I'm considering taking him because I'm I'm low on running backs. We'll okay, see. but yeah, they, and I have to say this: there's something about guys that know how to win. And you exactly. say he might not be the best prospect. I'm I'm assuming that you think DeAndre Swift is better from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, uh, I mean, Swift, Dobbins, and Taylor. I yeah, think the, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. Oh, John Taylor is much, back. much better. Backs. Yeah. Um, but yeah. there's something about knowing what a winning culture is and what that takes, especially coming from LSU, where that was literally a winning culture. That whole year was just based yeah. off of that and what Joe Burrows did, and going into a program with a little bit different of a quarterback, but the same mentality. Great potential. His upside went up higher. I, I think this is going to be great for his development. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I'll say it now. I genuinely think that LSU team was the best college football team we've ever seen. Yeah, they're up there with those Ohio State teams for sure, if not above them. Yeah. Um, I, I and mean, even those teams were top to nuts. bottom, just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's the beauty of college football, isn't it? Exactly. It's like all star games. At least in, in the SEC and Big Ten, it kind of seems like it sometimes. It really does. Um, all right, so now that's the first round. So now we can just basically – we don't have to go team by team. Well, you can pick out your notables here, and we'll go by them. Okay. I mean, I obviously I want to talk about Jacksonville 
Um, yeah, yeah. Because not only did they re- to get their new cornerback and outside, you know, they bolstered that defense for sure. They got a tackle in the third round too, uh, defensive tackle and a couple late corners. And you know, they really went offense. But my favorite pick, which I'm bitter about because I wanted him to fall to Green Bay, <laughs> but in that second round with the tenth pick, Lavisca Chenault out of Colorado, low key has the most talent out of any wide receiver in this draft. He's just had a few injuries. So there were concerns. This is why he dropped there were, he was a guaranteed lock in the first round, but there were injury injury concerns. So he dropped to the second round. If he can stay healthy, he is going to be a dangerous weapon with Gardner Minshew. Yeah, no, that's going to be scary from a Packers fan perspective, but I'm sure you're having fun from a Jacksonville side. You're thinking of oh. all the crazy shit that's about to happen down there. I love him. That's going to be a lot wait. of high energy football. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So, uh, how about you? Um, I got to talk about Jonathan Taylor. I I know that's like an obvious one for us to talk about. Um, that could be a team that really relies on him heavily right out of the gate in Indianapolis. Um, potentially could. So potentially, potentially, um, luckily it's a team that's going to use him right away. Um, but you don't take a guy like that early in the second round and not expect to use him pretty much right away. Um, he's also one of the best running backs of all time, statistically speaking, at least. So yeah. um, it, he because he stayed for a while, uh, that helps. Um, right. But he has been able to stay healthy throughout all of that, which I think is really attractive to any team. Uh, he has a great attitude mm-hmm. towards the game of football, which is extremely attractive to a franchise when you're investing into a guy like that, because they don't, that that's a guy you keep around long term, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, he he's a loyal guy. I think that's a good spot for him to be. I wish he was in green and gold. I think he might kind of <laughs> wish that too. Um, he gets to play in a beautiful stadium too, just beautiful. I don't think the green and gold was going to happen. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, I mean, we ended up picking a running back Although, anyway, so it could have yeah, happened, we did, didn't we? Oh, well, he's got hands too. That's what I'm saying. Like Jonathan Taylor's one of those guys that look really good next to Aaron Rodgers. Like, oh, yeah, you could yeah, you could run two backs next. Oh yeah, you could do a whole lot. Yeah, <laughs> just making me even more sad. <laughs> I know. Um, he's he's got some fumble issues, uh, especially in his senior year. He he had some issues with ball security, but yeah, I really like the pick because Marlon Mack, their running back right now, is on a one. He's only got one more year left on his deal, so. You know, even if they use Taylor and Mac this year, you have to think that this is kind of Taylor's audition to say, hey, make, you know, we don't need to keep Mac. Let him walk. You can keep me and I'll be your lead back for the next few years. Well, and how many teams do you see now have two, three, sometimes even four guys that will come out of the backfield and and they'll pick the one that's hot, you know, and if one's not (laughs) hot, they'll put the next one in and he might play for two games. And if he's not hot, they'll put the next guy in. That's a really smart team way to play. I don't know if it's going to necessarily win you championships unless you have a guy like an absolute top three, four quarterback and amazing wide receivers. But that, yeah, that definitely he's definitely in his audition year, but I, I think the job's going to be his long term. Like yeah. I said, I the fact that he's been able to given. stay pretty healthy for the most part, I think that's the biggest draw for him. I'm, I'm glad you brought up the Colts because I do want to talk about 
a lot of their other picks. Obviously, their first round pick they traded away to get DeForest Buckner. So you can say that their first round pick was Buckner, which is a solid, solid dude in the middle that that's going to be able to not only stop, you know, eat up the run game, but get to the quarterback. Then you look at a guy like Michael Pittman Jr., who's another guy in open space. You get him the ball, he's going to be able to make moves. He's going to be a good um, guy from Philip Rivers to be thrown to in Indianapolis alongside T.Y. Hilton. Um, Jonathan Taylor, we mentioned, and then we get to Jacob Eason, who they drafted out of Washington. He's a prospect quarterback who a lot of people think can have a job in the NFL at some point, just needs a little bit of work. I think this is a solid place. I don't know what they necessarily are going to do with Jacoby Brissett, who they already paid a lot of money to, but you could potentially have, you know, Philip Rivers. I don't know. I think he's only there for one year. But Philip Rivers teach this guy for a year, and then this guy can take over, and there's your next guy, you know. So yeah, no, I, I think I, you well. I'm, I think I'm glad we're going in depth with the Colts too. Well, can, finish your statement. I'll I'll go mm-hmm. in after you. I was just gonna say I think the Colts, for as much as the Packers were drafting more towards the future, even though a lot of people think they should be drafting for them now, I think the Colts did a really good job of drafting players who there are a lot of players who can make an immediate impact within the next two years, but there's also a lot of guys that they can develop into the, like they're also, but I think they did a really good job of building not only now, but for the future as well. Yeah. Um, and I think with Jacoby Brissett, I think that there's, they're kind of holding on him until there's a team that loses their starting quarterback to injury. And then he becomes mm. a trade target. Right. I mean, I think with mm-hmm. the amount of money that's attached to him, I think that's just about the only thing you can do to him. I don't think there's really anybody that's going to want to trade for him at this point. Like without needing yeah. him, ne- like needing him. Right. Yeah. That's a solid point. Um, let's see here. We already talked about a lot about the chargers because they had a couple of good first round picks. They didn't have too much late KJ Hill out of Ohio state going to the chargers. I can't believe he got drafted in the seventh round. I absolutely think KJ Hill is going to be so good in this league because I really think he compares to Tyreek Hill. Um, he's, he's not quite as fast, but he's, you know, he's only six foot 196. He's got speed and he, he's got the route running. He's got hands. I think he is a very good talent that probably should have been drafted a lot higher. He was, he was ranked the 15th best receiver, but yet he was only drafted in the seventh round. I, I can't believe that. So that's a great pick by the chargers. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm kind of going down this list right now, and I'm just kind of looking at guys and kind of looking at like late round picks because like I, I'm interested to see what like late round thought processes are for processes mm-hmm. is for a lot of these teams. Um, I saw Dallas took a yeah, quarterback yeah. out of James Madison in like the seventh round. Yeah, <laughs> like that's kind of dope. Like good for that kid. Like what if he's like Ben Nicucci? I think is how you say his name. Um, but. Yeah. So then I I put his name into YouTube. Dude's got a cannon, and he's he's a little speedy fucker. He can move, he can really move. So that that might be a fun little thing for you to do for the rest of the day. If there's some guys you don't you've never really heard of later in the draft, you're like, oh, that's an interesting pickup. I wonder why they got him. Go look up their YouTube highlights, because this dude is this dude's got a cannon. Speaking of guys we've never heard of. The Patriots doing the most Patriots thing I've ever seen with the fifth pick in the second round. They took Kyle Duggar, a safety out of Lenore Rhine, a D2 school. 
Um, they took a D2 defense player in the second round. Didn't they do that? Didn't If I remember properly, didn't he start in Division One? And then like go to junior college or like and went to like didn't he work his way back up? Is he one of those guys? Or is I mean, he maybe? Or is he I really just, just straight out I of mean, a Division two school? I genuinely don't know. Um, no idea. Oh, but he, he also he went to man. a D two school, but he also he spent time at Alabama. Okay, fair Xavier enough. McKinney, yeah. But still. Yeah, no, I mean, still that's, like that's still a super wait, Patriots move. Wait. Oh wait, wait no, I'm looking at the wrong guy. Bikini, what? No, that was my wrong guy. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Duggar. Yeah, Kyle Duggar. But I then like, I mean, shit, in that same breath, in that same breath, their 28th pick in the second round. There, they took Josh Uchi, a white middle or a white DN from Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> No, wait, he's not. No, that's my bad. Uh, they drafted a white linebacker later. That's what I was thinking. Of. But anyway, they draft. I mean, this guy out of Michigan who wasn't even the best of the position. Like the Patriots draft who you think they're not going to draft. <laughs> and they just know what they're doing. They didn't even take a quarterback. Their quarterback right now is Jared Stidham. <laughs> I just, I, Is he going to be I'm their so quarterback? I'm to see what. Listen, dude. I am buying in to the fact that they are going with Jared Stidham and that they are going to tank for Trevor Lawrence. I'm oh buying into God. it. Oh, no. I really think it's going to happen. I no. think the Patriots are going to land Trevor Lawrence next week no. or next year. That would be so bad for football. But in the I same, think it's gonna happen. In the same really time, that'd be so good for football. Could you It'd am- be great for Belichick. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Could we get a Lawrence versus Brady Super Bowl? That's like LeBron Brady James playing for Phil Jackson. Like, that's insane. <laughs> that's dude, like LeBron just, playing for it, Mike Krzyzewski, but he happen. did that. Yeah, dude, The that's fact crazy. that they did not draft a quarterback. Yeah. Now they know that, yeah, they're on, mm-hmm. yeah, you take a, you take a, uh, a D round or D two guy in the second round and you don't draft a quarterback. I, they, they know they have a plan. Yeah. They're not going into this. Like, yeah, we'll figure it out during mini camps. We got this. Exactly. Um, a name to watch out for Chase Claypool. Drafted out of Notre Dame, wide receiver, drafted by the Steelers. The Steelers are notoriously very good at drafting wide receivers. They normally this is their highest drafted wide receiver, I think, since like two thousand and three. So watch out for this guy because they've had Juju Smith-Schuster, Antonio Brown, and now this Deontay Johnson guy. Just those three names were drafted, I think, in rounds three or later. <laughs> so watch out for this Chase Claypool guy. They obviously liked him to take him in the second round. I don't know if you've mentioned it yet or not, but your Jacksonville took a D3 guy. You took an offensive yes, tackle. I, I didn't mention it. Yeah, one, at 116. What was that like the that's ninth pick and the tenth pick ninth pick, the fourth round tenth pick? Yeah, from St. John's. Yeah, which doesn't surprise me. They're not about to be D three anymore. Um, which if it weren't oh, for dude, current this guy financial, was at Whitewater last year. <laughs> yeah, like if it weren't for the current financial situation that Whitewater is going through, I think we might be in a similar boat with these guys. 
And I, I, I think a couple other Could schools be. would be too. Maybe we can talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, yeah. Any uh, other teams you want to talk about? I mean, I think we just have to – I think we can kind of close on the Packers here because we, we've we established that your team, one of your teams, Jags, are looking great. You know, pretty bright future, young yes. team, explosive dynamic, very personal, high personality quarterback. It doesn't get much better than what they've got down there in their current situation. They have a great owner too. I think that's also really important. You have a very good owner with a lot of money. Um, yeah, like too much I'm, money. I absolutely do. The cons have become my favorite people in the world because not only does Shad own the Jaguars and and Tony helps out with the Jaguars. He's very hands on. He brought in the analytics to the Jaguars. I love them. But Tony Khan is also the owner of AEW, <laughs> and they they're only using a portion of their fortune to fund AEW. <laughs> like the, the cons have more money than, than uh, Vince McMahon and well, they own a really, football team. And yeah, they, they're doing the Vince McMahon thing better than Vince McMahon. That's what I was going to say. It's, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and I love them because they own my second favorite team too. <laughs> and your second favorite wrestling. Well, well, Nope. First favorite. <laughs> hey, I don't know if that's obviously, I'm sure it's sure. not breaking news on this podcast, but um, it's no. much more clean over there, at least more more polished, which is crazy to say considering it's, they're the newer one. They're a little more moral over there. Yeah, they're like old school. Well, not old school, but like they're they're more like Captain America, you know. And yeah, and this is more like the PG thirteen version of Deadpool in WWE. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I mean, as far as the Packers go, I like what they did later in the draft. We always get a diamond in the rough uh, late. So I, again, Kamal Martin could step up. I I'm, I'm interested about this tight end out of Cincinnati. He's got, I think he, I think he set a couple tight end records um, there competing with guys like Travis Kelsey and Brent Selleck. So like, He's got potential, but he, he the size does concern me. Yeah, and then the first two picks are head scratchers, but I like the picks. It's <laughs> the best way to say it. Um, uh, didn't the Packers pick up a wide receiver? Yeah, the uh, Darrell Stewart out of Michigan State. Yeah. Um, they didn't even pick up any wide receivers besides him, man. Like. <laughs> Well, okay. We also we do have to remember, we obviously have Adams, and but Kumaro signed another tender. I know he hasn't done what we want him to do, but he's still there. He's a um, D three wide receiver, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying, he, Aaron Aaron likes him. There's a reason Aaron likes him. I don't know. You know, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I'm yeah, just no, saying, no, no, no. Equinemius yeah. was hurt. Equinemius was hurt all last year. He's going to be back. Uh, MVS, maybe he just had a sophomore slump. Um, Geronimo's gone. Uh, who, uh, da, 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 da. Lazard, who stepped up last year, maybe with another offseason, maybe Lazard can be that guy. We might have someone within our system, and we just got what's his name? Devin Funches. We just signed Devin Funches oh. as well. So, um, I, so I mean. We have potential. I, I think there's, I don't know. 
there is a um, I, I gotta bring this one up. So this free agent um after draft free free agency signing. Mark okay. Anthony de Croy. De Croy, de Croy, de, it, it's French because he's from freaking Montreal, man. He just he just came from the University oh. of Montreal, which is not even on a, a I was about to say an American speaking school, an English speaking school. <laughs> Dude, what? So I, I was gonna go look at his stats and they're all in fucking French and I'm like, what? How am I supposed to read that? <laughs> so um I'm oh, gonna Chris Chris Orr out of Wisconsin got uh signed to the Panthers. Good for him. I also like how I he thought, picked I, up he Jared, a really good season. Jared Jones out of uh Prairie View A and M. We need another Jones in the backfield. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I find it interesting to pick up a guy, a, a defensive lineman from Rutgers. Maybe that's a diamond in the rough guy as well. Um, I hope this Jalen Morton guy knows that nothing's really going to happen. I think he just kind of hopped on the train with the halfback Jared Jones or J- Jordan Jones teammate, but maybe, maybe I that was a that. package yeah. deal because what I'm looking, I'm looking at, um, the Acme packing company. And they say that Jalen Morton says he is signing with the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then Jordan Jones is signs with Packers per report. So like that that's a little different. Um Yeah. So we'll we'll see. I mean there's guys that might still pop in through training camp and some of those open tryouts bring out some guys that, that become like further down depth chart guys, but then work their way up over time. So especially in Green Bay with a team that has done stuff like that previously, and we've seen those stories, you, you don't know what's coming. Um, I'm feeling pretty confident still going into this season for some odd reason. I feel like I shouldn't, especially after that draft, right? But I, you have Aaron yeah. Rodgers as your quarterback. You have to be somewhat comfortable. Like – after the what did well, he say relax? Yeah. Was that what it was? Was it relax or like relax, yeah. Yeah. And then he fucking did it. Like everything he said he was gonna do. That was like one of the most badass moments in football history. Right? With that guy as your quarterback, even yeah. into his older age, I feel totally comfortable. Even if we don't have a whole lot of weapons on the outside. Right. And we might have yeah, a two-headed I, monster at running back. You never know. Well, we'll at least have an option at the goal line. Yes. Which we rarely have anymore. So, I mean, look, there's positives to come out of this. We potentially have a quarterback for the next 13 years after Rodgers leaves. I, to go three in a row like that would be absolutely insane. It's a lottery pick that we basically tried to tried to scratch, and we'll see if it turns out. So, yeah, I'm. I just want sports back. I do think the Packers will be aggressive. I don't know what kind of free agents are left. I haven't really been paying attention that much. Um, but you know, even if in in trade positions, we might be able to try to go get someone too. I think they'll still be aggressive in getting offensive weapons. But I yeah. have one more um, closing I'm, point on Jordan Love. I gotta say it because I just thought okay. about this now. And I, this used to be my old talking point on Aaron Rodgers and why I thought they should have gotten rid of him a couple of years ago while he was still really, really good. 
um, is the fact that Aaron, how many head injuries has Aaron Rodgers had? I'm pretty Uh, sure it was like three in three seasons, like, like what, four or five years ago. Right. And then he, he, something like that. Yeah. The collarbone a couple times, you know, his body is broken. He's been hit really hard. He's older. I actually feel much more comfortable with this pick knowing that Jordan Love is going to be our number two guy. And if Rodgers goes down, he's going to be available. So after thinking yeah, about I it agree. from that from that perspective, I actually really like that pick. And I think maybe that's Listen, the way people I, have to look at it. I, again, I do not hate the pick. I hate the pick because of the options that were there. But as far as Jordan Love himself goes, I really like him. He's one of my favorite. I think personally, this is me. He's third best quarterback in this draft. Now, obviously, a lot of other people will say fourth best, but still, I'll take fourth best in this draft. Like this guy, he's got a lot of potential. And if he can sit and learn behind Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be our guy. Like I'm literally watching his highlights right now from Utah State. And this dude, he's making throws that I did not see Tua make. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And I, I mean that in all honesty, he, he sits in the pocket. He's not even a big guy, but he sits in the pocket. He makes these throws. He makes great decisions. He's got a good head on his shoulders. I don't hate the pick or I don't hate, I don't hate the player. I hate the fact that we had other needs to fill. We don't need to build for the future necessarily right now. We have time to do that. So it just felt like we should have made other picks. And Maybe but it's not necessarily a building for is. the future thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a backup thing. Maybe they really just want to make sure it's because he's filling two cups right now, right? He, you don't he, you don't waste you don't waste a first round pick on a backup on a backup quarterback who you don't plan on starting in the future. There's no way. There's no way. But Goody saw this you, guy as yeah, he'll be a backup now, but he's going to be our starter in four years. And I was going to say, do you take a wide receiver then? But you do, right? I think that or a linebacker like that was that was kind of what we were expecting. Yeah. So yeah, I. Patrick Queen, Patrick Queen. I'm going to keep my eye on him in Baltimore because he would have been my guy. And 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 Zach Bond in the second round. The fact that we passed on Zach Bond in the second round and he fell to the third round, I legitimately almost threw something while I was at work. Um, I know him. <laughs> like, I I know, I know him. Know him. Um, I I went to camp with him. I worked at camp with him. There you go. Um, he yeah. uh, we we should have taken Zach Bond. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I know. I know. That that one got to me. I again, Dylan could turn out to be a really good guy, but I really, really, really wanted Zach Bond. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. But anyway, um, on a non-football note, have you been watching the Michael Jordan documentary? No, but I really want to. Dude, you gotta. Because I've, I've wow. heard good things. Um, the, the third and fourth episodes are on tonight on ESPN. We're recording this on Sunday. The what? The like? The, do days matter at this point? Are we? Are we yeah, even I mean, at a point where really. days matter anymore? Um, it's the twenty sixth. What is the Sunday. series called? Um, Last Dance. Okay, thank you. Um, because yeah. I should be able to just pull it up. Google TV's got them. Both first two episodes. Or um, YouTube TV, excuse me. YouTube TV. Yep, they do. Yep. I'm looking at them Yeah, now, I, I so. watched them on there. <laughs> Go. Um, I'm definitely going to watch them. Yeah, um, by the way, YouTube TV is, like, the best. Um, 
it's cheaper than normal cable and satellite and it's better so um not a not a sponsor limited dvr space yeah not a sponsor but like yo youtube tv rocks like my family's been using because my dad moves so often so it works out mm -hmm. great yeah i've been using it for over a year now and i love it (laughs) yeah no it's for a college kid too it's great especially if you got like the family one Mm. and split it up with like four or five friends like you're only you're all paying like six bucks a month exactly so yeah you if google wants to reach out and (laughs) sponsor our teeny tiny (laughs) podcast and please and please help our podcast like we we could we could really yeah it'd be cool as far as as far as future episodes goes um I can't promise anything. Um, the reason that we haven't been doing episodes is a because there's not much <laughs> sports world going on, um, and b I've also become extremely busy. Um, so I I can find time. The only problem is I don't know what we would talk about every week. So we're gonna make episodes when we feel like there's enough to talk about to make an episode. Like today, there was a draft. We can talk about the draft. <laughs> you know. So I, I, that's the plan going forward. I'm sorry. I can't give a more concrete answer, but, uh, I guess just subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, iTunes, uh, Spotify, downcast, wherever Google podcast, we're everywhere. So just subscribe, put on, turn on notifications, um, and go, follow us on Twitter too. Cause I'll tweet out every time we put out an episode at first round KO. So yeah. Yeah, um, and and we can maybe figure out some stuff that's not necessarily like sports news related. We could do some like fantasy brackets and stuff. So there there might be some yeah, options was, that we could definitely look into. Stuff. Yeah. So um, I think right now we're just trying to figure out good content and trying to keep people happy, exactly. give them something to listen to. So I think that's what we're looking at and right now. It'll also be easier in a couple of weeks when we're not in school. <laughs> Yes, most definitely. Yeah. So, so at least for this summer, like mid-May, when we're done with finals and stuff, that's when you can probably start looking towards more content from us for sure. So. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, thank you all for yeah. Thank you all for listening. Um, I wish Skype wasn't so delayed. <laughs> that's okay. Um, yeah, like I said, thank you all for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast, follow us on uh, Twitter. All the links are in the description, and we will see you next time. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar, dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl, let the blade run. Tongue drip sliced down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations. Pockets gained a little weight like my ex-bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris. Never measure up because we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo. Fill the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo.